Some people think little girls should be seen and not heard. One, two, three, four! People do feel very radically different about gender experience. That diversity is like the number one thing I think that has to be reckoned with. I mean, that's just like the rules of feminism. Agenda with women in the arts. Making space in your ears for art, politics, popular culture and trash from a feminist perspective. You're listening to Agenda by Women in the Arts. I'm Katie Winton and I'll be with you for the next half an hour. Thanks to all the best for another great episode. Coming up today, I'm going to have a chat with sex therapist Alex Triculia about the new online training program, Demystifying the Female Orgasm. That one's called Oh My God, Yes. I'm also going to play you some Peaches, a Madonna cover by The Big Moon and a track by Melbourne artist Louise Terra from the new Listen Records compilation. Oh my God, yes. It's a recently launched sex education startup featuring dozens of interactive, idiot-proof tutorials for anyone over 18 who wants to know how to make a woman reach climax. It uses sexual pleasure research to educate subscribers about the techniques, focusing on about 12 different methods, including edging, rhythm, multiples and staging. You can watch videos of diverse volunteers demonstrating the methods online and you can try the methods yourself with the touchscreen tutorial where users can practice and improve their own technique. The website's gained a lot of attention recently when Emma Watson announced that she was a paid subscriber and endorsed the site, encouraging people to sign up. Given the number of videos on the internet that show female masturbation as a turn-on for the straight male gaze, Oh My God Yes is pretty refreshingly honest and blunt with the same content repurposed for women's own empowerment and pleasure. The idea for Oh My God Yes was sparked by a conversation amongst a few mates who were sharing their details about the ways that they like to be touched, along with the realisation that it was actually really helpful to hear other people's insights about pleasure. When the site founder put out a call for women to participate in the videos, the response was apparently pretty overwhelming, which just goes to show how ready women are for this topic to be out in the open. The women in the videos aren't actors, they're real people who are inspired to share their personal experiences in order to educate people about the ways that women like to be touched and the way that they reach a climax. There are a few critiques of the site, so most notably the cost. It's $29 to gain a subscription, and it's also restricted to 18s and over, which seems about a bit of a shame, considering young people are probably the most subjected to online porn and are maybe most in need of these frank, helpful uh, tutorials with information about taking control of their own sexual pleasure and sexual identity. It's also been critiqued as framing sexual pleasure as something to talk about from the isolating safety of of a computer screen, which means that the kind of dialogue that people get into about sexual pleasure exists still in this space where we're not talking about it face-to-face, we're talking about it in an online world, an online sphere, which can be seen as unhelpful, but also it can be helpful to kind of demystify uh, sexual pleasure and sexual identity. What are your thoughts? Have you signed up to Oh My God Yes? Or do you think this kind of sex education website is a good thing? Text me and let me know what you think. 0409 945 945. I'm going to play you a track now from Peaches. This one's called Vaginoplasty. And I saw Peaches last night and she was absolutely incredible. Came out in this huge blow-up condom and crowd surfed in the condom. Sprayed champagne at people and was just amazing. You're listening to Agenda on FBI. Stick around because I'm going to be talking to Alex um, just after this track. With big, big, big lips. When I dip, they dip, dip, dip lips. Catch the wave coming off my midriff. Wake a bitch and lick, lick, lick this. <laughs> 
truffle, suckle, snuffle, up a kiss, stuffing it, up in it, are you up to it? Vagina plastic. Why do you ask me? Vagina plastic. Proud of it, you could dig, dig, dig in and out of it, make a crowd of it, bow down to it, won't be long till you drown in it. An extra tongue is extra fun, he's extra hung, bring an extra sun, wanna join in too, got room for you in my Lucy Lou. Happy pig and truffle, suckle, snuffle, up a kiss, stuffing it, up in it, are you up to it? Vagina plastic, why do you ask me? Agenda with Katie Winton. This is Agenda with Katie Winton, and I'm joined in the studio now by Alex Triculia, 
who is a sex therapist and writer who is here to talk about, oh my God, yes. Hi, Alex. Thanks hey, for coming Katie. in. How are you? I'm good. Um, so firstly, can you tell me a bit about your practice and what sex therapy means? Sure. So sex therapy is essentially um, counselling for anyone um, in general, but essentially it focuses on sexual dysfunction and this can affect like anyone. It can range from erectile dysfunction, vaginismus, pain, um, any kind of like performance anxiety. It's really just something that you feel like isn't kind of working quite right in your intimate life. You kind of go to a sex therapist and talk about it. Right. Amazing. And have you been doing that for a long time? Or? Um, yeah, I did a psych degree and it was really um, boring. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was like freaking out. I was like, oh my God, I'm doing this psych degree. But like, it's, it's just not quite what I thought it was. And so I did this like career interview online and it was like, you should study psychology. And I was like, great. And then in the little sidebar, it had all these different niche areas that you could kind of take in terms of psychology and counseling. And I found sex therapy and I was like, what is that? And clicked on it and read a bit more and found that it like my personality really matched the kind of, um, the kind of honesty and non-judgment that you need in order to discuss those kind of intimate um, details of someone's life. And so, yeah, it just sort of started and then I kind of um, got a little bit of experience in a paid internship and now I'm doing my master's. And talking about honesty and openness, I've been talking a little bit about, oh my God, yes, the new website based on female sexual pleasure. Mm. And I wanted to talk to you a bit about it and what you think about it. I think it's amazing. I think it's really good. Um, in the sidebar on the website, I went and looked at how they did their research and what they did was perfect because it's what's lacking in the sex therapy um, research area is that they're not actually talking to women about what they like. They're doing these really kind of like distant studies where they sort of get you to rate you know, from one to five, how sexually aroused you are at certain times. But it's not actually asking you what your environmental kind of situation is that might influence that arousal. And so what Oh My God Yes researchers did was ask those nitty gritty questions. They really got into the detail and that's what makes the website and their findings really, really great. And what were some of the environmental questions? Well, um, for example, in my um, thesis that I'm going to be writing next year, there's this thing called the New View Classification of Female Sexual Dysfunction. My focus is on female sexual dysfunction, but I think it applies to everyone. Um, it essentially looks at how your socio-political, economic, relational, psychological, medical influences in your life actually affect your sexual functioning, which is what a lot of um, research to this point has neglected in terms of, um, yeah, sexual dysfunction. So a lot of research-based practice kind of focuses on sexual pleasure as being really It's really medicalised. Right. Yeah, really medicalised. So that's actually what my thesis is on. It's on the medicalization of female sexual dysfunction in particular. For example, um, you can see how in the, t in the late 90s, um, Pfizer, the Viagra company, they released um, that drug for erectile dysfunction and suddenly the whole sex therapy world started biomedicalizing 
sexual functioning saying well this is the problem and we can treat it with drugs however female sexual functioning doesn't work quite the same way as male sexual functioning so um you kind of need to look at it in a different way which is what oh my god yes does it kind of says like there is a better way than relying on drugs in order to get to know your body which is to actually educate yourself and the videos are pretty blunt and they're they're pretty it's it's really interesting to see women showing you how to touch yourself in a way that is not sexualized as well or not yep. maybe pandered to the to a straight male gaze yeah that's so important as well because i think um um, the sexual education in Australia lacks to provide that kind of honest and open view of female sexual functioning where there's no judgment. You know, it's just how how some women are f- finding pleasure works for them and they're just sharing it. And I think that's so important. Um, you know, you mentioned earlier that it was a shame that the website only caters to 18 years and older because really when we first become sexual, we're younger than 18. And what resources we have to rely on during that period aren't as good as, oh my God, yes. You know, they're not going to give you that honest and like educational kind of um, resource. There's a lot of porn that's available to, yeah. <laughs> to a lot of young kids. Yeah. Do you think it should be, do you think things like, oh my God, yes, are a really good way to target younger audiences? I think it would be a really good way. It's just a shame because um, porn is porn is great. Let's mm. be honest, like it can be great. But at the same time, if you're a young person and it's your first point of contact for sexual, like sexual visual images um, and you don't fully understand that it's like fantasy, it can become problematic also, it's, um, you know, it's straight up like voyeurism, like you're watching other people have sex, you're not actually engaging in sex, unless it's masturbating. And then, like, it's you're kind of, like the fantasy you're building is the way that you touch yourself. It's not actually how you then connect with another human body. And so it can create problems. Like, you often find that, like, guys will create this kind of death grip and it won't replicate like a soft, squishy vagina am I allowed to say that? <laughs> yeah okay, go for cool. it <laughs> but yeah that's kind of the reality is that they sort of spend so many of their adolescence so much time in their adolescence um you know behaving one way and then when they finally become sexually active they realize oh it's not quite the same and um we we were kind of discussing earlier how that's problematic if something like oh my god yes it's such a great educational platform but it's so expensive how can young people access it that you know they have to either work really hard to make the money or they're gonna have to ask their parents and this is my one problem with oh my god yes was um actually emailed them when i was coming up with my thesis idea some of the researchers because i loved their way of um conducting the research like I wanted to kind of do something similar and uh, in terms of you know actually talking to women not just assuming how they function and um you know I kind of said to them I was like oh well what about all the women who aren't like educated over their own bodies like they're kind of just researching the women who have learnt a lot about themselves what about the women and men who are constricted by those um, environmental factors that we discussed earlier you know what if you um yeah like it's just it could be difficult um especially if you grow up in like a strict household or if you're a mother of three and you just don't have time to get to know your body like it could be all these little things and um that kind of end up restricting you from exploring yourself and so oh my god yes 
sort of doesn't cater to the population that might find it hard to actually break down their own ideological barriers to engage in a resource like that. Do you think that representation and visibility is a good thing and there needs to be more sites like that that are talking about or creating dialogue around that to encourage people who are maybe not quite there yet? Totally. I think it's... um I think the first step would be creating a platform that we could use in like, you know, sexual education curriculum in school. That would be the first place to start breaking down these kind of like stigmas and stereotypes. We're going to go to a track now from the new Listen Records compilation that launched in Melbourne last weekend. Listen exists to support, promote and distribute the creative output of underground Australian female and LGBTQIA plus artists. They merged in as extension of the Listen Project, which started about mid-2014 with the aim of addressing gender imbalances in the Australian music scene. So this one is a track from Melbourne-based producer and vocalist Louise Terra, and this track is called Patience. You're on FBI, stick around. We're talking sex therapy. Oh my God, yes. Bum 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 I wait for you bum bum in the morning bum 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 the sun is a bright day bum the sky is
That one was Patience by Louise Terra. You've been listening to Agenda on FBI Radio. I'm Katie Winton. I've been talking to Alex Trikulia. Alex, where can people read about your writing and read about some things that we've been talking about today? Um, I have a Facebook page. It's just Alex, but it's spelt A-L-E-K-S because my parents wanted to make my life difficult. <laughs> um yeah, and I also have an Instagram page, which is Alex, felt the same way, sex therapist, although it's really creepy because it looks like Alex Sex the Rapist, and I'm like, no, guys. Or like Alex Sex Pest, but that's, that's yeah, that's actually, you know. Alex Sex, sex Pest is great. I know, I kind of like <laughs> that. That should be your alter ego. Yeah, right? <laughs> hey, thanks so much for coming in to chat to me today about Oh My God, Yes. I'm going to leave you now with a track by London Four Piece, The Big Moon. This one is a cover of Beautiful Stranger by Madonna. You've been listening to Agenda. This is our last Agenda for 2016, so we will see you in the new year.
smart.